Shalom, everyone. I'm Dr. Renee, the Assistant Pastor of Empowerment of Faith, and we are excited that you are able to join us once again. Uh, Dr. Larry, he has been doing an awesome job, as always, ministering the word of Elohim. And for those who have never been on, uh, we always like to invite you to click on the like button, share it, and then also subscribe to our channel because every time we come on, we would like for you to be notified. So without further ado, Dr. Larry, we're bringing it right to you. All right. We appreciate that, Renee. My name, we appreciate that so much. Uh, we're going to get right. We're still in the, uh, this vein of teaching we're uh, dealing with. And our text is going to put, put our title up for those, the subject matter that we are teaching uh, for those who may be watching us, you know, for the first time or you didn't catch the other teaching we did in this area. And let me encourage you in one in, in this particular area. Make sure when you hear us teach, you have to go back and pick up where we started and we begin to lay the foundation and build off of that. Uh, we teach keys, we teach principles, we teach precepts, we teach the systems of the government of the kingdom that we need to learn so we can apply those benefits to our lives. Uh, I was saying earlier, I'm a government man government man. I believe in my government, and that is the government of the kingdom of heaven. I'm fully vested in it. I'm totally sold out to it. And I tell you what, the more laws I discover, the more benefits we receive. So that's what we want to do and help you out in these particular areas relative to uh, wealth and finance uh, and just expose to you uh, the principles that the Father have already established in his word that's embedded in law that actually govern. Now, there's a lot of talk out here and a lot of stuff been, you know, thrown back and forth. And Father, we do honor you for your word, Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us, direct us. We give you praise. We minister with the ability anointing you supplied us. We dare not fall short or go beyond that with your help that you be glorified in all things. You're sure we're expecting you to confirm your word with supernatural signs and wonders following. We're in agreement with your word. Now, uh, in this time we're living in, with the erroneous grace teaching, people are being told to give as you see fit, to give how you want to give. And the Lord will receive that. Well, the first created being that the Father created, and let me say this is personal development. So even on YouTube Live, if you got a question, uh, you can post that and uh the, the technicians will get it to us and we we can go over it. This is informal. It's a personal development session. We want you to understand, and with all the getting that you are getting, that you get an understanding and you're able to apply wisdom. Now, the first created spirit of being that said something like that was a malachum, Paul angels uh, from the Greek word that was translated into the English word angel, which means messenger. The first one to do that, his name was Lucifer. And we got to get that in the Hebrew to pronounce it correctly, uh, was Lucifer. He said what he would do. As a matter of fact, let's look at those five I wills. Because anytime a person say you do what you want to do and how you want to do it, it's your will. It's what I call I will. And that's Yashel, uh, y'all. And I believe it's uh, 14 and 10 or 10 and 12. We'll get it. Uh, we'll go here. And we're going to look at look at this. Uh, Yeshaya, 
Let's see. Somebody just say it. You know. Um, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Fourteen, and let's look at twelve. Yashaya was changed. Uh, his name was changed, which nobody had authority to do that to Isaiah. He is not an Englishman. He was all hundred percent Hebrew. All right, and it reads here. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of Adon. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, watch this, watch this, pay attention. Now, you got the grace teaching said, give like you want to give. And, you know, all that stuff is under the law and we're not under the law. You, we under grace. You, okay. Because that's what's translated in the Bible, in proper translations, in the Bible, are there stating it, and that is not correct. It does not agree or line up with the ideal, the precepts of the Father, in terms of where we are right now. The better word uh, uh, is favor, come from the Hebrew word hen, het noon, hen. So the better word is favor. By favor, we have been saved and not that of ourselves. Now, the word, English word grace over in the, uh, in the Bible where he says, uh, by grace we have been saved, that English word came from a Greek word, not a Hebrew word. It came from a Greek word, charisma, charis. And what is similar, when you hear charis, you think about charisma. Charisma, you know, person with charisma, they they can just move you into these emotional state of excitement and they just got it. They just got their swag. They got charisma. Well, what that word meant in the Greek, it was to be gifted by the gods, to be gifted by the gods. So charisma means meant, meant to be gifted by the gods, and it also carried with it a description physical description of the people who were gifted by the gods and they were all European in appearance. That's that's one of the reasons why Jesus is blue-eyed, brown hair, and light skin. It came from uh the the same the uh the same people or the same religious, I'm trying to read the religious Halil, Halil. Lucifer is Halil. Pronounce that Dr. Nay. Halil, H-E-L-E-L. -E that's, that's how you pronounce it in Hebrew. Yeah, I'll tell you, Michael. Hey, Laley. Hey, Le Hale say it again. Halali. Halali. It's not Lucifer, it's Halali. See, I'm putting myself in check. I don't want to say something that folk, they change his name too in the translation. See, names, you, you don't change names unless they become a citizens of your nation, nation of your country. That's what they took with scripture. They took scripture, translated, and made it a product of the uh, of England and of Rome. The name's supposed to be the same. Halalia, that was the uh, the morning uh, star, uh, or the Malachim, who first exercised uh, in the area of saying, "I'm going to do what I want to do." Now, back back to my thought. I'm sealed on my thought here. That when you when you're dealing with when you're dealing with the will, I get there. I, I know I don't want to be jumping around. 
But when you did anytime we say I will, in disregarding uh we're talking about wealth and the laws that govern wealth, and, and talking about this grace, talking about charisma, charisma means gifted by the, the gods, and you could not be black in your appearance or brown. That's the Greek theory of leadership. You can look at look it up on the internet, it's still out there. That's where that word actually came from. So the the translation of grace. It, it, it carries with that, that meaning of being gifted by the gods. And ain't nobody gifted by no gods. There's only one Elohim, one sovereign ruler, one El. Y'all catching this? So you have to trace all this stuff back from where this language come from. That's why you have to study in the Hebrew. You're getting it. So the Hebrew word that you would find that uh, uh, that's equivalent with the English word grace, the better word is favor. Is the Hebrew word hen? It's spelled het noon. Het noon. One of the meanings of het in this in this textual meaning of this word for favor of grace, it means to be brought close by way of ownership and protected. Being brought close to the heart by way of ownership. So when we got born again we were brought back close to the father's heart. And just like we are his children now, and he protect us, he, we're close to his heart. You, you understand? All right. And then the word noon in this, this, this textual meaning, this thought, this thought has to do with son or inheritance. See, when, so when he got us back to himself, we became once again a inheritor of everything that he have already made and established for us. We lost it when our father, earthly father, Adam, and earthly mother, Masa Izanigad, that was her name before she committed the act of rebellion. And once she did that, she lost the name that the father creator gave her and Adam named her Hava. Hava again was changed by England to the word Eve. She was not a citizen of England. So it should be Hava. Actually, because now we are born again, Masa Izanigad, we go back to the uh to the uh, original. All right. So with that being uh uh said, the hen in the Hebrew, I mean het noon hen in the Hebrew means that we are inheritors and we receive the inheritance of life, prosperity, and wealth through the favor that would hand it to us through Yeshua, the Messiah. He paid the price of eternal damnation and separation for the Father for us. He handed it to us, favor. He went and stood before the judge, said, don't lock them up. Lock me up. I'm, I'm going to pay. I'm taking it all. I want them to be totally free. That was a favor. And we didn't deserve it. You see. So once we get the concepts of the kingdom in us, we'll empty ourselves of all of this religious contamination that's in our belief system. When we hear the word grace, when we hear the favor, it's better word is favor. Okay. All right. Now, so we are, we are, we are never... We never escape law. All creation was created 
to be governed by law. I was watching something last night and they were showing the earth and they got a satellite up there and they was uh, inverting what the satellite was hearing into sounds and they were just supposed to how the earth sound, the magnetic field, how it sound and was showing the earth as the satellite was traveling and how it actually looked. And I was thinking, wow. And, and the shield that's around the earth to protect what's on the other side of that shield from all the objects and things that's flying around in space from destroying the earth. There's a protective shield around the earth. You see it now? The father, even that, he put us on the inside of his protection of creation. Everything he, he created, everything he did, he had us in mind. You understand? All right. So it's it's favor. So now I said that to say this, when you hear, do what you want to do and give according to how you, you see fit and there is no law, that's a lie. Law uphold everything. What it is, is because people been locked into the Greco-Roman theology for so long and the plot that was laid out in the putting an ax to scripture and making it fit their culture and their ideals that people just don't know no better. Most people don't know anything or know how to divide or discern kingdom law of government of the kingdom law from ritual ceremony and traditional law. So when they read the Bible, they just see the word law. How you know which law we talking about? What law was he talking about when he said we're not no longer under the law? He wasn't talking about the government of the kingdom law. He wasn't talking about laws that govern the earth, that govern creation. He was not talking about eternal law. He was talking about ritual and ceremonial only. But most people don't know that. All right. Okay. So here we have the first created being. Y'all get this. Who said, I'm going to. Let me put this in, give the way I see fit and how I want to, because I'm not under no law. Check this out. How, how, how have you fallen from heaven, morning star, son of dawn? Have you been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations? You said, you said in your heart, to give the way you, you want to give. You don't have to be no tithes and offering, ain't no law. You said in your heart, I will ascend, I will count them. Y'all count them with me. Here's the first one. I will ascend into the heavens above the malachams, the spirits, the ministering spirits of Elohim. He's saying he can exalt himself above the class of beings that the father created to carry out his will. And he was a part of that class. But he said, I'm going to exalt myself above where I, at, where I am right now. All right. That's one. Two, I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. That's, that's three, that's talking about the congregation. It was mentioned it earlier on the scholars page, how like the, the anti-Messiah is gonna sit in Jerusalem in the temple and declare that he is sovereign ruler. What he is doing, he's sitting on the congregation. He wanna go where it started. See, it started with Yisrael and Jerusalem. That's, that was, never was the end. Are y'all seeing this? And he's going to do that during midways of tribulation period when he come up with that peace treaty to bring one world government 
and one world order to finalize, to seal the deal. So that's the third, what he said. The fourth one, he said, I will ascend above the top of the clouds. Now he's talking about, and you know, and Ibrahim uh, Sheol uh, talked about this, there being a great cloud of witnesses who have went on before us. And he talked about the hall, what they call the hall of, the faith hall of fame. Y'all remember over Ibrahim? Ibrahim. He talked about that. So now what he's saying, not only am I, I'm going to be the chief head honcho over these other spiritual beings who follow me, but everybody else, I'm going to ascend above them too. Abraham, Yisit, over Enoch, over Elihu, Eli, those that's in, in heaven right now. He said, I'm going to ascend above all of them. Y'all see this? And here's number five. He says, I will make myself like the most high. I will make, make myself self-appointed, you see. So anytime you hear teaching about giving that has to do with us doing what we want to do, that's the apex, that's number five, that's self-appointed giving when there are laws that govern every type of giving you can mention. Self-appointed, somebody say self-appointed. Mm. He want to be like, he make himself, he make, listen, again, he make him, you know, do what you got to do. That's why I don't say that. Because you, you, what you're saying, you got to make provisions for yourself. Thereby cutting off the father's being sourced. Don't please, I don't care how good it sounds, quit saying everything you all hear other people saying. There's all kind of voices out here. But the scriptures say you don't have many fathers. See, because a father in spirit isn't talking a whole lot. Daddy told us one time. <laughs> or no three, four, five, six times. One time. <laughs> and if you weren't moving, you felt how how I'd feel to be out of time. And you would wish you were out of time. Period. And I was the only one that got an unjust whooping. It wasn't justified. And, and he, he asked me to forgive him. He thought I said something I didn't say. Thought I, I said back talk mama. And I didn't do it. And then she, you know, he saw son, I'm sorry. So whoo, yeah, okay, daddy. Man, but that was that was something, something there. <laughs> you, you see, so it, it's one time. Somebody say one time. <laughs> Oh, me, oh, bad. Okay, so let me just get into this. Let me get it. I didn't, I didn't break the thought. I'm getting right into what we're teaching. Let's, let's remember that when you do stuff on your own, you are self-made. Never do anything on your own. Always do things based on what is written. Okay, Holy Spirit, look at Matthew 4 and 4. Look at Matthew 4 and 4. This is how you defeat these thoughts. Now, Yeshua said this. He said, what you hear me saying is what the father told me to say. Didn't he say it? I said, didn't he say it? Hold on just a minute. Hold on just a minute, son. He said, what you hear me say is what the father taught me and told me to say. What you see me doing 
is what the father told me to do. He went on to say, when you see me, mm, man, I, I, oh, me, oh, my, you see the father. So why are you looking for something else? Then he showed up with, uh, uh, give me the uh, proper name for Thomas again. We, we mentioned it last week. When he, when he showed up, you know, uh, you know, the religious name or the colonizer's name is Thomas. And they would say doubt and Thomas, but he, he showed up. He said, bro, I got you. Look at my hand. Pull this roll back. Look at my side. And what did he say after that? Oh, Lord, Elohim, my father, I never doubt you again. Didn't he say it? All right. Now, so Yeshua was the epitome of who the first Adam was in the beginning. He wasn't functioning as sovereign ruler on the earth, El. He was functioning as a man connected with the father as his source. That's how he was functioning. Now let's 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 get this right here. And he functioned by the word only. We mentioned this earlier. The words say, I might open the book of Tehillim. He said, I, I think it's one, what is it? 165 and 110, something like that. He said, I've magnified my word above my character, my reputation, my honor. Because my word is who I am. So what he's saying, who I am is above all. Mother Lisa almost fell out. Man, I'm telling y'all better watch it now. Man, wow. And wow. And here Yeshua is saying, when you see me, you see who I am. That word I am, the English word actually is the Hebrew word ahaya or ahaya. Uh, Tehillim 138 and 2, when he said that his word is elevated above all, because he is elevated above all. And what he say, he is in every word that he say. You can't separate him from what he say. My goodness. Ooh, okay. Now, let's look at this scripture. Help me, Holy Ghost. Let's look at this scripture. Matthew Yahoo 4 and 4. This is how you defeat these thoughts of this erroneous teaching that's out here. All right, give me a reading. Yeshua answered, is it written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of Elohim. Man shall, man, I got man, because your sound look cracking a little bit. Come on, come on back to that. Man, come on back a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more digger. Yeshua answered, it is written, it is what, here, here's the key, this is what I want to get to. What are the two parts when you when you when you hear law, there are two parts. What are those two parts? Written law. That's one. What's the other one? You got the law that's written, and what's the other part of it? Okay. 
Okay, yo, you got, I mean the two parts. I know we got spoken law and written law. Written law is, is a command. What are the two principles of law? Let me put it like that so y'all can get the answer easy. They can't be changed. Okay. Y'all come on, you're getting closer. The intent of the law. The who? Say it. Say it. Wait a minute, hold on. Elder Audrey, say it again, please. I said the intent of the law. The intent or spirit of law. The law comes from the law giver. The spirit of the law is the intent of the lawgiver. Always remember that. When that law is written, you get it's written. What goes on along with that is the spirit of it, which is the intent. Now, let's go back to the scripture since we got that in our belief system. Make sure you're getting it now. There's nothing you have to guess about. All right. Yeshua answered and said, What is what? What's written? Grace? Is that what's written? He said it is written. He going back to what? The law. And he he himself said, I didn't come to do away with the, right there, Matthew 5, we'll go there in a minute. I didn't come to do away, but I came to expand and establish and give the spirit back into what has been written and commanded. It is written, man, here's how you defeat this erroneous teaching and all the stuff that's out here that's teaching against law, laws uh, that govern uh, finance. Man should not live on bread alone, but by every what? Word that comes from the mouth of the pastor with the mega congregation. Of the rich wealthy pastor got four planes of the teachers that say you don't have to return tithes and honor with first fruits. You just give like you want to do. Okay, let's slip on down. We, we just, we just, we just, we, we attorneys. We going through this thing. We sticking with what's written. Now watch this. Let's, let's, let's go on down. Let's go on down. Let's keep on up the way he said it again. Look at verse, look at, at, at seven. Yeshua answered him. What did he do? What did he do again? He said what? It is also written. It is also written law. He was dealing with a legalist. He's, he's, he would not deviate from the law. Satan was defeated because he had the law giver carrying the spirit of the law he was trying to deal with. Okay, you can take it down. You can't, no, you. (laughs) And then the scripture says, we have an advocate or a lawyer with the father, Yeshua, Messiah, the righteous. We just don't have a lawyer. We have a righteous lawyer. (laughs) All of this is coming up. Now. (laughs) <laughs> Look at Matthew 5 and 18, and then we're going to, you know, we got to, now this is concern in finance. When the enemy tell you that you broke, busted, and discuss it, 
Why are you crying and whining, Cletus? What you doing? No, no, hold on. Let me let me deal with this a little bit. I got I got it. Hold on, just 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 a minute. This personal development study. When you look at your everything digital now, when you look at your checking account, mm -hmm, then you got your other app where you got your obligations, financial obligations that you agreed to meet when you got the people's stuff. And those financial obligations, $1,000, you look in your check register, you got 300. Now, you honor your hover with first fruits. You got a promise. You obey him in returning your tithes. You got a promise. You obey the law that governs free will offer. A law governs free will. Well, no, he, he said, yeah, give willingly. Just hold on, Cletus. That you, the main one, need to not turn, just sit there and listen. There's a law that governs free will. You doing it. And you looking at that, what you going to say? Are you going to do the same thing Sheol did and said? When the storm came? and those professional sailors knew that this storm would destroy them all, are you gonna stand up and say, I believe what was told to me. I believe what's written, that if I honor him with the first fruits of all my increase, he'll cause overflow to come in my life. Are you gonna say it is written because I return was holy, the tent of all my increase. The Lord himself said he'll rebuke the devourer. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. That's when you say it. Or are you saying, oh, this don't work. I've been doing this for three years and it still don't. It's not working because you never did nothing in faith of righteousness. If we're not given in righteousness and if we're not given believing, none of this works. You can been you can pay $900,000 billion in tithe and it's not done in righteousness and believing nothing is activated, never was accepted. Y'all to touch somebody and tell them, say, you need to repent and change the way you think. That's what we was on last time we met. The Holy Spirit challenged us and said, change what you are doing. He never, ever failed. There is no failure in Elohim. There's nothing, absolutely nothing too difficult for him. Look at Ibrahim. Okay. Let's let's look at Ibrahim. Uh is it eleven? Mm, mm, mm. Uh let's go here. Ooh, man. Okay, wait a minute. All of this is coming up. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to get it myself so I can. Okay, now. And if you read back, I, no, we're gonna go. Let's let's read. All right, give me a reader. Give me a reader. Give me give me a, give me a, a, a designated reader and begin reading at verse one. 
Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at Elohim's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought Elohim a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when Elohim spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because Elohim had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased Elohim. And without faith, it is impossible to please Elohim because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did uh, Yisik and Yacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is Elohim. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Mm -hmm. and, and all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, Elohim is not ashamed to be called their Elohim, for he has prepared a city for them. Okay. Y'all read the rest on your own. Now, 11 and 6, uh, I know you read it. Now, go back to 11 and 6. Let's scroll back down. I see a lot, I hear a lot of scripture coming up now. And without faith, it is what? Impossible to please Elohim. Believing and faith are the same words. They come from the Hebrew word, and it's written in the manuscript, Emoni. The root word is amen, aleph, mem, nun. And we know that aleph, the extended meaning, using all the words that spell the word aleph, aleph, lamed, pay, is the authority of the word of the Father, the power of his word, unlimited power of his word. Uh, aleph, relative to the Father, when you look at aleph, mem, nun, mem, is the anointing. And noon means son or inheritance. Faith is living 
out of the anointing as a son or inheritor of the father, living by our born again spirit, walking by faith and not by natural senses or logical reasoning. The belief, when we operate in true belief, we are, you, we are living out again of our born again spirit. We're living out of the anointing, the presence of Elohim. It's not just a cliche. Galatians Galatium says, walk in, live out of the what? Spirit. And we won't bring to a completion the lust, cravings, and desires of the carnality in the soul. So he says, but without faith, is impossible without living out of the born again spirit, walking, living by the spirit. Catch this now, not the soul, not logical reasoning, and the spirit always do what's right. Our born again spirit intent is to always do what's right. Our born again spirit is holy, FEM 424. We were created in true righteousness and holiness. When we live unholy, we're not living out of our spirit. When we live unrighteous, we're not living out of our spirit. So without living out of our spirit, where the Holy Spirit resides, that's where the anointing is, is impossible to please him. If I'm given in the flesh, through logical reasoning or like a book or some type of uh, government, secular government policy that's not living out of the born again spirit. You cannot give out of the born again spirit and not do it in a righteous manner. And you can give not giving out of the born again spirit. The born again spirit never break law. Without that, it's impossible to please him. And he said in Malachi that he want offerings that was given in righteousness and that would please him. And he said, for those who diligently seek him, meditate, the word seek means to meditate on his words, his laws, his precepts, his principles, his system, will be rewarded because he is a rewarder of those that do that. This the biggest monster out here is finance. You don't cast the demons out, but still broke, still struggling. You have overcome all the sexual impurities and immoralities, but there's a struggle still going on. And the reason that's like that, one of them is because the whole world system is flesh-centered. It's reasoning-centered. Eat, sleep, get entertained, go home, sit down, get up and do the same thing. Release dopamine. That's it. It's not centered on the spiritual life. The government of the kingdom is centered on the spiritual life. Got to make the transition. Got to prioritize the focus. You know, when I say count up the hours and minutes a person watch TV, relative to the hours and minutes a person that is studying or praying in the spirit and you will find out whether you're living by faith or not or whether you're living by your spirit or not. It's, your spirit ain't going to tell you to sit there three hours watching no doggone TV 
And it's things going on in your body, in your mind, in your family that need addressed. Ain't no way he's going to do that. No way. No way. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen. He's going to address what needs to be addressed. If you have to pray in the spirit 10 hours, then that's what he's going to have you doing. Ooh, I'm hungry. I'm tired. All of that is based on this, this carnal realm. The flesh, we'll call the flesh realm carnal. What flesh and carnal mean is living out of the soul and the dictates of the soul and not the, not the uh, intent of the spirit. Okay. It, there's a huge clash. It, it's a big difference when, when you're living by faith, there's a huge difference. And we gotta get this, we've been trained to do these other things. It's in, it's in there. That's why he said, do the word that you hear and you're gonna benefit. If you do what you hear, if you don't do it, you're gonna be like the person who built a house out there on the sand, right at the edge of the beach, on the sand in the beach, out there pouring concrete, on the sand. People digging and making castles out of sand and you got a million dollar house you're building right back. First wave come is washed off into the ocean. That's, that's hearing the word and not doing it. The wave's coming. But if you do it, then he said, we're founded upon, we built it on the rock, on the right foundation, which is the word of truth. But we have to, we have to, this, this is no joke. It's not a plaything. And I know we see things, we're hearing things all the time. Well, I thought about this today. You know, this personal development study, we're going to, um, Lucas uh, one thirty nine next, but I thought about this today. Uh, in the secular realm, the flesh realm, a woman would think that a man love her because he bought, 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 purchased her the car of her dream. She always wanted that, so I know he loved me. He got me the car I always wanted. Well, he bought Sarah Sue and Judy who they cause too, but you don't know about that. But you you say he he loved you because of that. Oh man, man, she got me uh, a, a tickets, seasonal tickets for 10 years to the Super Bowl. Something I always wanted. And seasonal tickets to the basketball game. Every game I go and I got a boot. Man, I know this woman loved me. And see, that has painted a picture and built a belief system in most people. And that is taken to equate what the love of the Father, Heavenly Father is. And, and you hear this and you see this. You, you have a different ones living a criminal lifestyle, willfully breaking the laws of the uh, government of the kingdom that govern our lifestyle. And if something happened, and it worked out for him. I, I just want to thank the Lord because he did something for you. What if he don't never do nothing for you? What are you thinking? What if he didn't uh, pay uh, that light bill before the lights got turned off? Would you, would you still love him and thank him? See, those are questions we need to ask ourselves. Do I really love him? Am I seeking his hand and not his face? That's what uh, Yaqab did with Leah and Rachel. 
He worked total of 14 years to get that girl. And then Laban was, was, was a trickster. <laughs> no, this trickster got tricked. So he said, Lee, I'll tell you what, wrap your face up. You know, don't show your face. You know, it won't be a big surprise, you know. Wrap your face up and just get all dolled up. Put some, you know, put some good smelling stuff on. And, you know, and you're going, you're going to wait on it. Man, now that boy waited 14 years. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not on him. I'm not, I'm not throwing him under the bus. He waited a long time for that girl. All one, one, but one thing on his mind, and it wasn't her face. And he got in there, got the rocking and the knocking. I imagine that tent was smoking all night. <laughs> Y'all read, read the script. It's in the scripture. It's, it's a historical fact. This happened. He got in there, boy, and he woke up the next morning. Gonna stop 14 years. It's time to start again. And mess around, she had uncovered her face. <laughs> Whoa, you're not Rachel, you Leah. Well, if you were seeking her face, you would have known that when you went in there. No, you were seeking what she had. And that's what most, I repeat, most citizens of the government of the kingdom, people who have been born again, that's what they do. They seek what he got and not who he is. Now, make sure if you one of them, you change the way you think. If he don't do nothing else, he have done enough already. Which I just, I just, and the Lord did this for him. Lord, but you were just as frown and mean as a junkyard dog the other day. I mean, just let me know which, which Jekyll or Hyde, would you? I mean, come, I mean, give me, give me something. I don't want no Jekyll or Hyde. Just give me Hyde or give me Jekyll and I know how to deal with you. And the father saying the same thing, either be cold or hot. I don't know what you want to be. I can't deal with that. Either you love me or you don't. You thank me or you don't. You with me or you're not. So it's something that we got to work on, getting this stuff out of us that's equating who he is by the things that we get. Holy Ghost teaching tonight. Look at Lucas uh, 1 and 39. No, 1 and uh, 38. 1 and 38. Actually, 37. Now, we first went on TV over, uh, when was it? 1991, I think. 1991. The first message I taught on Channel 5, we was on Channel 5, was I believe, I taught seven words. Seven words that if you, if you, of, of, of faith, I think it was something like it, seven words. And that first time I taught on television, Dr. Nate Menison and song before I taught. She was my wife then, she saw before I taught. Had no idea who would be where we are today. And here they are. Here's Miriam. That's NIV. Uh, uh, I just want to show the, uh, the uh, our audience another translation. We do this at times that actually have their names in here based on what their parents gave them and not what the Englishman changed it to. And somebody talking about, I got the real, real King James. The King James is not the real scripture. 
It's a translation and it hacked the scripture up. All of them have errors in them. Now let's pull uh, the script, either Messianic or 2009 script is gonna show their name. Now, uh, let's get to 2009. And he, we doing his own purpose so you can see how to pull it up. You can go to these different translations. Yeah, 2009, Luke 7, Luke 7 and 38. 7 and 38. Okay, he's going to pull it up. Now, I, I got my notes, but, I, you know, Holy Spirit is leading us and teaching us how to deal with these thoughts and how to get them out. And now we're seeing how people have results. Have results. 38. 37, I believe. Lucas 7 and 37. And that's not Lucas. Where am I? Yeah, Luke 7. I mean, 1. I'm sorry, 1. That's right. I'm thinking. 1 and 37. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, now, 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 now. Because with Elohim, that word matter is word. Because with Elohim, no word shall be, no, no word Yeshua told. Hey, say it again, Dr. Nate. Halia, Halili, Halili, translated. Halili. Halili. He told Halili, it is written, the commands, the laws. Now, watch this. Because with Elohim, ain't nobody told you to do nothing. Because with Elohim, no word shall be impossible. The Father and his word are one. What comes out of his mouth, is, his mouth, here's the difference. What come out of his mouth is law. That's why I say the king's word is his law. What comes from him is law because of Elohim no word shall be impossible and Miriam see see how it's translated properly it's not translated it left in his original state like it should be that that her name wasn't Mary she wasn't a, a citizen of England and Miriam said see the female servant of Yahweh let it be watch this let it be to me a virgin who is going to get pregnant without being with a man and not only going to get pregnant, but be impregnated by the Holy Spirit, let it be according to your what? Word. According to your word. Your word is law. When you say it is law, it's got to happen. I just have to be the activator of what you said. What she did, she activated the law of the kingdom of heaven on earth to produce a miracle in her body. And what happened next? The messenger, the Malachi, he left. I'm through. I'm through. Okay, you can take it out. I'm, I'm through. I mean, take it out. I mean... He's something through. There's nothing else left for me to do. This woman believed 
And by her believing authentically, she opened the portals of, not the portals, she opened heaven up and connected heaven with earth. When you, when you walk, live out of the anointing, out of the born again spirit, we're connecting heaven with earth. The, the, wind, the, the open heaven, uh, having an open heaven is based on how we live. We suppose when we say where we go, the government of the kingdom go, that means that we are living, walking, living in the spirit and we are living in the spirit. Heaven is open everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. That's how you unlock heaven on earth. OK, now look at Lucas 18 and 27, 18 and 27, and we're going to. Let's look at that. I still got one, two, three, four notes that I want to get to. I'm not going to get it. Uh, you got Lucas 18 and 27. Okay, give me one of my readers. You know what I what that means when I said one a designated reader to read that for us. And he said, "What is impossible with men." is possible with Elohim. Now this, this Yeshua said, he the one said, what is impossible with men is possible with Elohim. Now, you remember earlier, that's good. That's good, sir, you can take it down. You remember earlier, you can take it down. We had that, looking at that check register, right? Now that's impossible for $300 to meet the obligations of $1,000, right? Right? Now the father's not a counterfeiter. He's not putting no money in your bank. He's not a robber. He's not a thief. The problem is the belief of the person. What are you saying to this? This is impossible what I see. Oh, me. Okay. All right. Just hold down, Smitty. Hold down. This is impossible with men. It is written. What's impossible with men is possible with Elohim. You know what I'll take? I'll take the possible. The answer is in the problem is right there in our face. Anytime you see something is impossible by secular means, natural means, that's possible with him. <laughs> yes, it's possible with him. Where's your belief at? He make it possible for you to do that. Was needed. See, Abraham, oh, me, the father called what be not, that's Romayim, as though it were. He called not what's there. Uh, what is it, uh, Dr. Nate? Romayim, uh, is it uh, shoot, 13? No, not 13. 
where he called those things which be not as though they were. She'll, she'll, she'll get it for me. And we're going to look at it. And this is going to be the last one. He never, ever said. 17. Huh? Four. Four and 17. Mm-hmm. Pull up 417. 417. Romeo. Romeo 417. Let's look at this. The father's telling us what to do. I know you got some, some challenges. I already know it. I know because the Holy Spirit wouldn't be saying all of this. It, it, you know, he just don't cast his word out for nothing, for excitement. I don't teach for excitement or a thrill. Four and 17, watch this. At, oh, there it is again. There it is again. Now, now watch this. As it has been written, I love law. What's written is law. He has said nothing about grace. As it has been written, I have made you a father of men and nation in the presence of him whom he believed, even Elohim who gives life to the dead and calls that which do not exist as existed. Who against, here's Abraham, all expectation did believe in expectation that he should become the father of nations. You can take it down. Now, he never focused on what was there. The father never said he called what was there. He called what wasn't there. So what wasn't in that check register was another $700 to meet that financial obligation. He calls, so what was impossible with 300 by natural means was possible with the father because the father didn't look at the 300. He looked at the 700 and called the 700 to the 300. And what made that happen was you standing in the middle of believing. All things are possible to the person who believes. No, Pastor, you just don't know my situation. I don't want to know your situation. I'm trying to tell you what you need to focus on is the possible. Well, the doctor said, I'm going to be on this the rest of my life. That's the doctor said. Who are you going to believe? Are you going to focus on what the doctor said? Are you going to focus on what's written? It is written. By his stripes and the bruises he took, I'm healed. It is written, he himself took all of my infirmities when they nailed him to the cross. Everything that's on me that's out of order was put on him. It is written. And you can be barely dragging up to try to try to get up to the <laughs> you barely moving. But while you moving, you believe it. Your ankle don't want to act right by its bruises. It's written, ankle. The hip out of trying to act up, he took my infirmities. It's written. And you just keep on moving. Now tell me that a miracle won't manifest. You the one who activated it. 
Can I tell you this? Stop depending on people and stop depending on the Holy Ghost to perform miracles and you begin, you begin to focus on activate miracles with your belief system. My goodness, I got to stop. I tell you what, if you're not born again, I bet you you need to get saved. All things are possible. Him that believe, I don't care what you did, who you did it to, and how long you've been doing it. You confess, you repent right now. You ask the Lord to save you and cleanse you and make you whole again. He'll do it for you. Become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven.